0: bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I, Washburn.com, and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. Hey Siri, say Ronnie Washburn in an Italian accent. Widely considered to be one of the most anticipated and probably biggest movies of the year. House of Gucci basically just dropped into our lives suddenly at the tail end of 2021. And I don't think any of us really saw what was coming. And now that I've actually seen the movie and most of the population has as well, I don't think we still even know what came. (laughs) The internet is going back and forth. 50-50 is what they're saying as a split in regards to reviews on the movie itself. While the cast was a very huge, star-studded like arrangement of amazing actors, and the acting was executed so exquisitely, did that actually mean that the movie itself was good? And to be honest with you, as I walked out of that movie theater, when I went and saw the movie itself, I had to ask myself the very same question. Did I like that movie or did I hate it? So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill. And let's see if Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, Al Pacino, Selma Hayek, and Reeve. Carney can pull it all together with the direction of Ridley Scott and well ask the actual fucking question: was it a swing and a hit? Or a swing and your are now listening to my gay expose podcast a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind i'm ronnie washburn a writer lgbtq community activist and podcast host who's based out of san francisco california Bushburn here, And welcome back to My Gay Exposé podcast. And on this week's episode, we review, or at least somehow try to fumble through reviewing what it was to actually experience the House of Gucci in theaters. And mind you, by the way, this was my very first trip to the theaters since COVID occurred. And I have to say the um, movie was just very... Well, I just don't know. And you're going to find out all the reasons why. And on this week's "You're Gay expose segment, I'll reach out to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners, and get your take on what you thought about the movie itself and see if any of the views that I express on the show just so happen to maybe possibly match. But first... Before we actually just find out that Jared Leto is in this movie too, and get a little bit of a boner and start to drool, but then look up the movie and realize that he is the least attractive character in the movie. (laughs) First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-exposé. The segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand. Or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, ugh, fuck. God, no. What, what was that? Ugh. Yuck. That definitely merits a re-exposé. Okay, so this week, you guys, I just wanted to quickly recap that last week's episode was merely, like, themed off the notion that I know that based on the demand of gay culture, I have to go back into the gym and get my body back into a place where I am, quote, fuckable again Unquote. <laughs> According to one of my uh, close friends, that's like a quote he often uses every time he gets out of a relationship. But the idea is that I don't really care about what other people think about me because I feel like I needed to make this just a little bit more clear. It's just the fact that I know that no matter how hard I try, we're all just fucking gay men at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, we all just want hot bodies. Want to get fucked and show off a little skin on Instagram every now and again. Is that so much to fucking ask for? <laughs> so there's that. Just going to lay that one to rest. It's like you, you're you always going to be a little bit superficial regardless. But you know it's a very unhealthy mindset. But yet you still continue to do it over and over and over and over and over again. Hey, Listen. At least I can fucking acknowledge that this is the kind of shit that I do (laughs) to myself. And that's my gay expose on the entire episode last week. So all of your little questions, comments, and concerns can be laid to rest. So just in case you missed over the course of the last couple of weeks, I know I've been a little bit behind in recording and we're getting a little bit more to the cusp of catching up into real time. But just in case you weren't aware, ronniewashburn.com has officially dropped in its 2.0 version. So it's a brand new website with any and all things that you need to know in regards to Ronnie Washburn. So on the actual um, newsletter page, I want to direct your attention to that when you go and you check it out. There's one page called a gay in the life of Ronnie. And just as a reminder, you have to subscribe to the newsletter. I'm getting all these people who are like, how do I get your newsletter? How do I? Ugh. It's like, no matter how many fucking times I say it. So go to the newsletter tab on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. And there you'll find the little button where you can leave your name and an email and you will get The A Gay in the Life of Ronnie monthly newsletter. And you guys, I am so fucking excited about this new little journey that I'm about to take and get back into that whole little like fucking creative blogging writing world. And there is so much fun shit planned. I can't wait. You're so not going to want to miss it. And one last shameless plug. Don't forget on two. Wednesday two twenty you'll get the very first episode of Running Your Mouth with Ronnie, a show in which I take the time to see if there's any one specific individual who's even capable of running their mouth with Ronnie. You guys, recording has already begun. I'm so fucking excited for this new show, so stay tuned for that. And don't forget to go onto Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And click the follow button. And if you follow on Apple, give me a fucking five star rating. And that's it. So before we actually lean over to our friend at the movie theater and ask why they are not displaying Subtitles because all of the characters' accents are just so distracting. First, let's hop into this week's Hot Gay Gas Exposé. Welcome to this week's Hot Gay Gas Exposé, where we try and find topics of conversation that one might find relevant and or pertinent to today's gay society, or just shit that I wanna talk about, because it's my show. And Rihanna was actually honored this week in the country of Barbados, and actually named a national hero. And I just have to say two things actually about this. First of all, I love that we live in a world where Rihanna is named a national hero, but also, can we just name Rihanna a national hero for the United States as well? Also, they named her Robin Rihanna Fendi. And I think this is actually, unless somebody correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm sure you will, that we've heard her real and full name. Is this the first time I didn't know she was Robin Rihanna Fendi? Did you? So we've all experienced at least once in our lives. That very scary realization when some major company does like a fucking nationwide recall on some sort of a product and you like realize that you either own it, had it, bought it, whatever, and have to either throw it out, go get it replaced, etc. And you know, honestly, this is probably some of the most boring news around. And usually the reasons why are just precautionary. But this one really just kind of caught my eye. I This one I think is actually kind of fucking hysterical because I don't even know how a major company can see this much of a huge ass fucking miss. So the company known as Kroger is recalling all of their products under the Country Oven brand, which by the way, I've never heard of either company. (laughs) So I think I'm a little safe here. You know, aside from the fact that I'm not the biggest fan of baked goods, so I don't really think I have to worry here. watching my carb count at the moment. But apparently in this recall, they announced that they're doing this specifically because they think that metal fragments went into some, if not all, of their baked goods. That's right, folks. Let me say it one more time. Metal fucking fragments went into their baked goods. And this is kind of a big fucking deal. People can actually fucking die from this shit. (laughs) This is so crazy. And how do we get to a place where a major company actually misses this? This is so fucking crazy. So if you bought any of the following country oven brand items as follows. Cinnamon rolls, white cake, chocolate cake, vanilla cake, yellow slash vanilla cake, chocolate vanilla cake, yellow cake, bow tie Danish, cheese pocket, angel food cake, yellow fudge cake, red velvet cake, marble cake, chocolate fudge cake, single slices, yellow caramel cake, single slices, caramel apple Dutch layer cake, Boston cream, double cake layer cake, raspberry cake, or the party balloon cake, by all means, throw it out. And if you have bought any of those products and have consumed them recently, go to your local hospital and get checked out because this is a fucking big deal. And I have to say, based on all the items that I just listed, I'm pretty confident that all the gays are fully safe because chances are we aren't eating any of this shit. Oh God, this is a this is a fucking clusterfuck of, if I've ever seen one from any major company. And I wonder if they're going to be able to recover from this. So, RuPaul, I just don't... RuPaul is, like, going crazy. Like, literally busting out seasons of Drag Race all over the fucking place. Doing the, the down-unders, the UKs. Like, literally, news just broke that... We're about to find out who the cast for season 14 is, which probably means filming for the show is already, or for the season, is already completely finished. And they're already starting casting for season 15. She is just blowing these seasons out a mile a minute. And you know, I'm not, (laughs) I don't hate it. I love it. I really hope I don't get burned out. But it's just so amazing to see All of the new queens that we get with each and every season. How do they continuously come up with new ideas for these fucking maxi challenges? We're about to run out at some point, don't you think? (laughs) So just as a little rant that I want to kind of expose this week, I went to Sacramento for the holiday season and I hadn't been since my son's graduation, which was back in like April-ish. And here we are sitting in November, but here's the fucking thing. Sometimes I think I live in my own little San Francisco bubble where I'm like, everybody's wearing a fucking mask. We all have that like indoor dining for restaurants and bar mandate saying that we have to show proof of vaccine, blah, 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 et cetera. And for the most part, most of the SF residents that I see on a regular basis follow all of these fucking rules. You guys, I went to Sacramento and was just jaw-dropped to the floor. Like, in a grocery store, more people than not were unmasked. Like, I just... It was so... It was, like, a feeling I couldn't even describe. Like, people just walking around. Like, they don't have the same restrictions that we do. And my girlfriend told me that, like, the restaurant she works at, people just walk in, no mask... Like, sit at the bar, no vaccine required. Like, none of it It was so crazy. I even took my son to, like, a McDonald's drive-thru, and the guy who answered the fucking window didn't have a mask on. I just don't get it. Like, does everyone think that this shit is over? And by the way, why is San Francisco always, like, a whole other fucking country (laughs) in regards to all these goddamn rules and regulations? Oh my God, it was just so weird. So whatever you do, whatever you believe, vaccine, no vaccine, mask, no mask, whatever, just please be fucking safe. That's all I'm gonna say about that. So before we get my, gay expose that just so happens to have a Gucci themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. And this week the question was asked to a few of my friends as well as you the listeners. What did you think of the movie and why? And I just have to say really quick before we hop on in that Every single time I review any show, movie, documentary, et cetera, most of these fucking bitches haven't seen the fucking movie yet. So be prepared for that. But let's get all of those answers now. Michael says... O-M-G. It was so slow. (laughs) And he put like dashes in between each like letter and word to indicate that he's saying it slow. And I kind of agree with you. It was really hard to get into, honestly. (coughs) Helen says, I haven't seen it yet, but I can't wait to. (coughs) Lori says, Well, I haven't actually seen it yet, but when I do, I will let you know. Okay, Lori, so this is me rolling my fucking eyes. Sergio says, can't wait to see. Matthew says, I don't really care. (laughs) Oh, God. Pete says. I haven't seen it yet, but I plan to. And see, you guys, this is exactly what I fucking told you. (laughs) None of these goddamn bitches have seen. And you know what's crazy is most of these friends are gay. So these bitches should have been at the fucking theater line. The moment midnight struck on the day of its release. Because after all, it's fucking Gaga. For fuck's sake. Abraham says, I haven't seen it. Shocking. (laughs) Yet another. Caesar said, What's that? (laughs) Bitch, you are dead to me. (laughs) How do you consider yourself a gay man? Give me your fucking gay card. Lisa said, Great actors, beautiful scenes, but just a little long. (laughs) So, Lisa is the one that I went to the movie with, truth be told, and the whole time we were kind of going back and forth with each other with dialogue. I was like, what? Like, is this, like, this scene so long? Like, why are they still talking? Like, what is it? Like, wait, is this three hours? Like, what? Yeah, it was very that. Like, we both were kind of disappointed with how long the movie was, but also, we had fun together. Hamish says, I want everything Gucci, and by the way, my birthday is around the corner. (laughs) Does he actually think that I'm asking him about Gucci as a brand and not the fucking movie? What is wrong with all these fucking gays? Robert said, huh? With a question mark and an explanation point. What the fuck is up with all these homosexuals not knowing a movie that fucking Lady Gaga is in? Let alone be about a fucking designer brand. I just can't with these bitches. Jesse said, acting A+. Visually stunning, but the storyline was mediocre, and that's me being extremely generous. Kenneth said, great acting, bad storytelling. This is actually exactly what I fucking think too. I mean, not necessarily bad storytelling per se, just not the right way to tell a story. (laughs) Let me tell you how you should have told it. Dan says, I absolutely loved it. It was so good and everything I wanted and more. Laura says, I agree with the critics who say that it was focused more on the actors and the acting versus the actual plot of the film. Peter said, I just can't. I cannot handle Lady Gaga in an acting role and take her seriously. (laughs) Ooh, girl, don't say that shit in a gay bar. Jeffrey said, meh. (laughs) Anthony said good acting doesn't create a good movie Nico said I just felt a little lost almost the whole time Kyle said I'm actually just a little bit more interested in the actual real life controversy that surrounds the family going after the director of this movie for embellishing and actually not telling the right side to the story than actually seeing the movie itself. Valerie says, nope, won't see it. Porter said, I think the movie was pretty good. I mean, I think with like a question mark after I think. (laughs) This is exactly 100% how I felt when I walked out of the movie kevin says i love how the movie is getting all sorts of controversy from the family from the people who are still alive and were actually involved saying that they did absolutely not one thing in the movie that was accurate monish said "Bitch, let's do cancun (laughs) oh God. So this is one of my friend's backstory who is trying so very hard to convince me to go with him to Cancun next month. And he is like deflecting because I didn't really answer his last Cancun let's go on a trip inquiry. (laughs) So therefore he's doing the same thing and not answering the fucking question. Oh, all right, girl, let's go to Cancun. Fuck it. And once again, as I expected, one big giant clusterfuck of answers that are really just all over the place. Some of you liked it. Some of you hated it. Most of you actually haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Bitches. But overall, I think the general consensus is that everybody just really loves the cast, really loves the acting, but agrees overall that the movie itself wasn't that Good, I mean, it kind of ended good, but it wasn't good throughout most of it. So does that mean it's good? Ugh, I'm even more confused after listening to your answers than I think I was when I started coming up with the concept to create this specific fucking review episode. Oh, God. And if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at exposing my gay and reply to the weekly question. And just as a side note, just remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And with that, let's hop into my gay expose that really just, I don't even know where the fuck it's going to go, but what the fuck, let's hop in now. Okay, okay, okay. I just don't know how I fucking feel about this movie. I mean, I went in with high hopes. I think big expectations based on the cast alone. It just looked like it was so well put together artistically. Everything just looked like it was just going to be like the best movie that I had seen in a long time. But after I walked out of that movie theater, I was just a little confused, a little perplexed, and really going back and forth in my mind, wondering, did I actually like that movie or not? And I still don't know. (laughs) Days later, what my conclusion is, based on this movie, so it's kind of hard to sort of review a movie that you feel like everybody's kind of going back and forth about and to be honest with you I heard going into this movie that it was a very 50/50 split in regards to what people think about the movie like 50% of people hate it but 50% of people are raving about it and I just get that so much right now in this moment because I'm legitimately on that fucking fence I just don't know how I feel about House of Gucci. What do you think? Or what did you think? So the cast is like pretty fucking phenomenal. And truth be told, I kind of almost wonder if people are into this movie so much just because of the cast. I mean, we've got Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, Al Pacino, Selma Hayek, and Reeve Carney. I mean, it doesn't really get much better than this, to be honest with you. I, the acting was beyond amazing. And I'm guessing because this movie wasn't like one of those movies that you could like walk out of a movie theater going, oh my God, that was the most amazing movie I've ever seen. Definitely was very not that. It will for sure be like nominated for all the fucking Golden Globes, Oscar, whatever the fuck, like it's going to get all these kind of, Like, everyone's going to be nominated. Like, probably multiple people throughout the cast will be nominated for multiple awards. I just see it coming. It's so inevitable. But again, this is always what happens to the movies that people are just, like, not sure about. Like, whether or not the actual movie was good. So, Lady Gaga, I mean, okay, listen. I am the biggest Lady Gaga fan of all time. I mean, this bitch was huge when I was first coming out of the closet and I remember for the very first time in my life walking in to those Sacramento gay clubs with poker face blaring in the background every time to this day that I hear that song, it takes me back to that first moment of gay realization in my life. And for that reason and for many other reasons and just for the sheer fact that I appreciate who she is, what she stands for, and everything that she is as a musical artist. I just love her. Even through her, like I like to call it Joanne era, which is honestly my least favorite Gaga shit of all time, I still have a special place for Lady Gaga deep within my heart, and probably always will. But when it comes to acting, I mean I get it. She's talented. But there is just something about watching her in a movie act that just doesn't seem 100% there. Like, I can't just sit there and watch her act and say, oh my God, she's the most amazing actress I've ever seen. No, those thoughts most certainly don't go through my mind. I mean, she does a pretty fucking good job. She hits the mark where it should. But there's certain, I guess like, embellishments or ways that she says and does things in most of her acting like projects that I just can't fully 100% be behind embrace and accept it's just not there there's just one little tiny piece that's missing and I don't know what the fuck it is I can't tell you but she is a great actress I will give her that but she's definitely not like the best actress of all time Adam Driver, however, wow, he fucking killed it. This motherfucker is, I mean, I respect him as an actor overall, but he really just nailed this one. He played that awkward character so fucking well, and even to a place where you sort of see him evolve over the course of the movie into that, like, rich, cocky-ass motherfucker. It starts to shine through. In he still doesn't ever fucking let go of that awkwardness. It's just so well done. Uh, I mean, and who can say that Al Pacino isn't a fucking amazing actor? I mean, we all know that Al Pacino is one of the greats, and he really knocked this one out of the park too. He really just convinced me of all of it. Of course, Selma Hayek is always going to just deliver in any role that she ever takes. She definitely did just that here. But the one actor that I felt overall just absolutely fucking killed it. And I just was like, fuck, this shit was explosive, amazing, and just delivered like in a way that I can't even explain really, was most certainly hands down Jared Leto, for sure. I feel he actually was the best actor in this movie, for sure. Hands down, he just took the cake. He played the most bizarre character. He put on a fat suit, like, had, like, prosthetics all over his face. He had a balding head. He didn't even fucking look like Jared Leto. The only way that you could tell this is fucking Jared Leto was that look in his eye. That was it. And oh my god, you guys, that character, whoo, did he ever fucking deliver? There was actually a couple of scenes where I just kind of got goosebumpy with some of the like monologues that he did. And he is just such a brilliant actor. And by the way, just as a side note, just so happens to be my biggest celebrity man crush of all time. And I <laughs> I'm I've always been one 100% head over heels in love with any and all things Jared Leto, for sure. But now let's talk about the actual content in the movie or the storyline. So, first of all, I feel like there's something, and actually I've seen a few things going back and forth on social media where everybody seems to think that this movie, instead of actually accurately depicting what actually happened... In the story, it focused more on the actual, like, star power of the actors specifically in regards to just, like, really long and drawn-out and slow-moving scenes with each of the characters. And, I mean, the acting was, like, knocked out of the park amazing. Don't get me wrong. But... It was just so hard to get into. This is actually one of those movies that I would encourage anyone who is like considers themselves to be like a 15 second TikToker attention span to kind of stay away from because it really takes a whole hell of a long time to get into. Not only that, but it was like fucking almost three hours long, which I was like kind of feeling throughout the movie like, all right, like what's going on here? Are we moving on? Are we getting to the good shit? Like, they focused so much on, like, the dynamic of, like, the backstory versus the actual fashion or the brand or where any of it came from. I think you were sort of expected to understand who each of the characters were without them really explaining who each person was. And I feel like it kind of just was a little choppy and, again, more focused on the actors and their dialogue. And it's just like, I found myself in so many scenes like, okay, come on, let's go. Next, next. <laughs> like it was just, it was so slow and really hard to get into. But the really mind fucking part about this entire movie was that throughout all of it, no matter how good the acting was, no matter how slow it was and how hard it was to get into, when it came to like pulling the movie fully together towards the tail end, ended in a really, I want to say good way, even though I'm still unsure, but it kind of left you sort of like, okay, did I like this movie? Because it just really was like slow, 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 and we're done. (laughs) Like it was very that. Uh, It was just, I don't know. I really just don't have any idea how I feel about it, but there is a lot of speculation on social media. That especially the family of Gucci is actually not happy with this movie. In fact, I read an article that said that the family is actually considering taking legal action against Ridley Scott and basically saying that there were things that they should have covered that weren't covered. They associated certain aspects of the story as the fact that the family was very heavily involved with the Italian mob and... Some of the characters just weren't depicted properly. I mean, all the accusations that they kind of threw that way were very aggressive. (laughs) And they say that no legal action has been filed from the family just yet, but they are saying that they're considering it. And I I mean, this could boil over pretty fucking real. Ridley Scott says he's very disappointed in the Gucci family and, quote, says, you should be so lucky that I even went through the motions of creating a movie about you, your family and your life, unquote. I'm like, ooh, this is getting a little crazy. And even Tom Ford has come out saying that he feels, based on his association and depiction in the movie and with the family, etc., that he sort of feels a little sad that, the movie went the way that it did. So basically, what we're looking at here, folks, is people who actually really lived in this story hate the movie. Heterosexuals probably hate the movie too. TikTokers definitely hate the movie. And I do honestly feel that the only people who really love the movie are just all the gays. (laughs) For so many Jared Leto slash Gaga reasons. And with that... That is my official, my gay expose depiction of the house of Gucci. And if you haven't seen it yet, just go see it and drop your own conclusion for yourself. So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? Gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, transgender, and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. Actually, I think what we really learned overall throughout the episode is that whoever that was in the Your Gay Expose segment this week who said that the actual controversy surrounding the family going after the filmmaker and all the people who were involved saying how disappointed they were in the film kind of is a little bit more interesting than the movie itself. (laughs) It's kind of true. I mean, listen, I enjoyed all the acting. I love the Gaga. I love Jared Leto, but let's just be real. Was this movie really that good? Was this movie really biggest movie of the year? Worthy? I don't really think so. But what do you think? Uh, anyway, with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. And give me a fucking five-star rating. Follow on Spotify. And don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of my Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram at Exposing My. Gay, and take a look at my website, which includes my other show, Running Your Mouth with Ronnie, coming your way on Tuesday, 2 22 22. And really, just any and all things that you might need to know, Ronnie Washburn, at ronniewashburn.com. That's R A O N I Washburn.com. And don't forget to join us next week. For another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay, I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will hire somebody to off you next time. (laughs) i <laughs>